scrubbed away, but the fleas held their ground. One of the guys filled a bucket with JP-8 diesel fuel. Here, dip him in this. Those fleas will be dead suckers in no time. Hey, you can't use that. You want to kill him? Already, Sergeant Watson felt himself getting attached to the dog. We've got to do something, said the soldier with the bucket. It's not like there's a pet store around here. It won't hurt him if we do it real quick. We'll just dunk him. So they did, and it worked. Sergeant Watson feared that the pup's biggest problem was that they were breaking all the rules by having him there. Included in the U.S. Military General Order 1A is a prohibition against befriending animals or keeping pets. If an unsympathetic officer found out the men had this dog, he could shoot it or make the men dump the puppy somewhere far from the outpost. One way or another... This little guy had a death warrant hanging over his head. What are we going to call him? Eddie asked. Let's name him after our company. Yeah, that's good. Eddie reached across the desk and stroked the puppy's wet chin. Hey, little guy, your name is Charlie. And as of today, you've joined the army. He's still shivering, said Smith. Do you think we gave him too many baths? Watson grabbed a clean blanket. Here, let me have him. He can stay with me while I'm on guard duty. I'll keep him warm. Wrapping the pup like a baby, Eddie held Charlie in his arms and did his best to keep him warm. The pup studied Watson's face, as if he were trying to memorize every pore, until a few minutes later, when he stopped shivering and fell sound asleep. The next morning, soldiers were running around like wet nurses, getting Charlie water, taking him out to pee, wiping up his accidents. The barracks took on a new life with everyone wanting to play with Charlie. What are we going to feed him? Give me an MRE, Eddie said, referring to the military's self-heating meals ready to eat. He opened the package, dumped it into a bowl, and offered the food to the pup. But Charlie turned his nose away at the first sniff. The guys squatted around him looking worried. Try another one. Maybe he doesn't like that beef stew. Five packets later, a soldier's buffet was spread in bowls across the floor. Charlie sniffed at each one, then backed up, and turned his head to look at the soldiers as if saying, You think I'm going to eat that? Hell no. The men began to laugh. Looks like he's one of us already. He's about as fond of bag nasties as we are. He's got to eat something. Maybe we can get one of the Iraqis to buy some meat scraps at the market. The squad members had made friends with a few of the men with whom they shared the building, so it was easy to convince one of them to start bringing in bones and meat scraps for Charlie. That solved the food problem, but they still had to engage in Operation Hide the Pup, so Charlie wouldn't be discovered by the senior officers. Not many days passed before Charlie began to fill out. He was getting cuter than ever and a lot more active. Four of the men took turns doing pee and poop duty, and for Charlie's exercise, they took him into the guard tower or up onto the roof where he could charge around without getting into too much trouble. It wasn't long before Charlie knew which of the soldiers gave him the most attention, and he'd go looking for his favorites. When Sergeant Watson wasn't on patrol, Charlie always sought him out. Maybe that's why Eddie started thinking about Charlie all the time looking out for him as if they belonged to each other. The second floor of the building was wide open and sectioned off for communications and other tasks. 
At the far end, a couple of smaller rooms were used by senior officers and commanders, and a big room off to the side was crammed with enough bunks to accommodate about 30 men. In these close quarters, the wrong person was bound to see Charlie at some point. Damn, hide him quick, Smith whispered. Before Eddie had a chance to grab the puppy, the battalion's command sergeant major, CSM, entered the barracks. Charlie ran up to him and stood there wagging his tail. What's this dog doing in here? The officer demanded. Sorry, sir, Eddie replied. The puppy followed the squad home, sir, and he was starving. I don't care. Rules are rules. Get rid of him. Before Eddie could obey the order, Charlie tilted his head from one side to the other and looked straight into the command sergeant major's eyes as if to say, You're a friend, right? I don't want to see this dog or any other animal inside the barracks again, the CSM barked. Charlie responded with a noise.